Thank you, Elena. And thank you, Tucker. Was that you who requested building up the temple? I was hoping, I was hoping someone would do that. Um, the last time I spoke to you, it was about building up the temple, about building up the temple individually. Well, there's also building up the temple corporately. You know, we, let me ask you this question. Do any of you know of any cathedral, you know, there's big, beautiful, wonderful pieces of art, and, and I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm crazy about architecture. Love that Gothic architecture especially. Do any of you know of a cathedral that was built by one person? I, I don't think it would be possible because that one person would have to quarry a lot of stone and just that alone would probably take more than his entire lifetime for just one person doing it. And then, then there's the, the, all the timber involved that would have to be lumbered and milled and then the artisans you know, have to carve it into shape and so forth. And, and then, uh, then there's the construction. They didn't, you know, they didn't have cranes back then. And, and so for lifting things way up high, you know, from ground level, they used a great wheel. You know, it's very much like a wheel in a hamster cage. You know, the hamster crawls inside there and, and, and runs and goes round, 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 round. Well, they use a, wheel, a big wheel like that, and of course it's based on the lever principle. Men would go inside that wheel, depending on how heavy the object was, and it might be one person, two or three people, and they would, just like the hamster, they would climb inside, there would be a rope on the outside of the wheel that would crane the item way up high wherever it needed to go. So one person cannot build a temple, the corporately, the body of Christ. Um, what is important about this is for we have to recognize our place in the body of Christ. Um, when we become a Christian, we become a member of the body of Christ. Colossians 1.18 tells us that Jesus Christ is the head of that body, we, and we are members of it. We are very important elements of it. Just like one man could not build that cathedral. And the building of a cathedral is very much like, I've I read where it's compared to, um, like the jumbo jets that, um, oh, who is it that builds them way out there in the West Coast? Boeing, the Boeing plant. You visit that Boeing plant, and there are artisans of all different trades involved in the building of that jumbo jet. There are the metalsmiths, um, there are the engineers who design and build the engines, um, there are the power plant people who actually install the engine on the aircraft and hook up the fuel lines, and then there's all the electronics involved, those who uh, develop the electronic packages that are used in the avionics for that aircraft, then there are those who install it, there are those who wire the aircraft, and um, there are the metalsmiths who, who run the ductwork for the air conditioning so that you can feel comfortable on your five-hour flight from California to Hawaii. Um, the, the, the building of a cathedral is very much like that. The jumbo jets are the 21st century cathedrals. All these, these craftsmen come together in the construction of it. In the body of Christ, that, that, that's the way it is. So we, we have to recognize our place in the body. Jesus Christ is the head, we are members. 
each one with uh, various functions. And then when you recognize that you are a member of the body of Christ, develop that spiritual gift that God has given you. Don't you develop the spiritual gift God has given me. Don't you try to be me. I'd, and I would be thoroughly frustrated trying to be you because I couldn't come up to that level. But, but you need to be you in the body of Christ. Um, if you have your Bibles along, I want you to see this. Turn to Romans chapter 12, please. And let me see, Romans 12, I, 3 through 8, Romans 12, 3 through 8. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly any, than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God hath, hath dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy, let us prophesy, in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So whatever the spiritual gift is God has given to you, develop that spiritual gift and use it in the body. Now, you know as well as I do, not all of the spiritual gifts are something that's going to be visible from up front. How many of you see my dear wife in the congregation right now? Look around. Do you see her? No. She's downstairs doing something with food. She'll be up here shortly. She is exercising her spiritual gift, but do you see her up front here? No. Um, so develop your spiritual gift. Learn what it is and develop it and then use it. Um, if you don't know what it is, and, and for a long time I struggled with mine. Number one, um, ask, pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what your spiritual gift is. He will be delighted to answer that prayer. If you are willing to use it for him, he will be delighted to answer that prayer. Speak to some of the saints in the church. There's some someone you trust in the congregation and, and that you could bear your soul to and say, look, you know, I'm really struggling in this area. What would, please help me understand what my spiritual gift is. And someone in the congregation will be using their spiritual gift to help you understand what yours is. You know, some discerning soul. Um, and then there's this other thing, being members of the body of Christ as far as building up the temple, part of that, you know, sometimes if you're in a construction project, a machine breaks down. And so you call in the mechanics to repair it, to get it working again, so that the construction can resume. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. 
comes from Galatians chapter two, uh, chapter six, verse two. And then, uh, so we, we bear one another's burdens. Then there in Colossians three, verses 12 and 13, there's another element that has to be exercised in the body of Christ, because just me being who I am, somewhere along the line, I'm going to offend someone. I pray to God not intentionally. But just we being human beings, we offend someone somewhere along the line. And uh, I, I'm hoping that you will patiently bear with me and forgive me when, when that happens. Galatians chapter, what did I say? Chapter 3, 12 and 13. And this is my torn page in the Bible. See if we can hold this together and read it. 12 and 13. Therefore, as elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also do. So you bear one another's burdens. Somebody messes up, you, you forgive that person. Don't, don't hold a grudge. I mean, that, that'll tear yourself up internally, and it, it'll do your, you more damage than what you'll do to the other person. And then there's um, loving one another, also in Colossians chapter 3, verse 14. Let's see, I left, what did I leave off here? Let me get to verse 14, hold this page together. But above all, these things put on love, the bond of perfection. And then the, what did John tell us in his, um, in, in the little short epistles, his first epistle? Remember what uh, John told us there? I think it was in, let's see, what was it, chapter 3? John chapter 3. And that is verses 10. In this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. So that also, loving one another, is part of the building up of the temple, the corporate temple, all of us as members of the body, building up that temple this here. Love one another. We bear one another's burdens. We forgive one another when, when they mess up and offend someone. Love and love one another. John also said that's how the world will know us. They'll know us by our love for one another. And then there's uh, this element of being thankful. If you will, turn back to Colossians chapter 3. Back in Colossians again. And I just removed my bookmark. find my torn page again okay Colossians chapter 3 and that is 15 through 17 let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all uh, wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Do it with a thankful heart. Serve God with a thankful heart. 
So, all right, how, how is this done? We bear one another's burden. First of all, we recognize that we are a member of the body, recognize our place in the body, recognize our spiritual gift and use it. Then we bear one another's burdens. We forgive one another. We love one another. And we do it with a grateful heart, a heart of thankfulness. Now, I want you to know, now, now children, I, I, I'm saying this for your sake too, if you have, I know some of you young children, you've recently become Christians, you've given your heart and life to Jesus Christ. And if you've done that, you are just as much a member of this body of Jesus Christ as I am, as anyone else here. You are a member of the body, and you are exercising a very important role just by being here. By your very presence here, you encourage me. You give me encouragement to do what I do. You give me encouragement to serve the Lord when I'm out and about, mixing it up in the world, doing my work. It, 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 you encourage me to remain faithful just by being here. Now, um, you children, I, I want you to take note here. The rest of you, if you are encouraged by these young people being in this congregation, may I please raise your hand. And children, I want you to look around. Now look around, you know, Tucker and all you, Bennett and all you, look, stand up if you have to. Look, look at all these hands up in the air. These are people who that you encourage by being a member of this body of Christ just by your very presence here. You encourage me and all these other people. So, you know, take, take note and be encouraged by us. That is all part of the building up of the temple. Every time we sing that song, I want you to think about this, building up the temple, individually and corporately. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, may your will be done in our lives. We ask that your will also be done in these Sunday school classes as we study your word, look into your word, as we encourage one another, and in so doing, build up the temple. Help us, Lord, in that endeavor. Be with us, meet among us. We pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You're dismissed to your classes.